When your child comes out as LGBTQ, you need a place to find the right tools to help you and your child thrive. This is the podcast you need. Hi, my name is Jenny Hunter, and I am an advanced certified faith-based family coach. And I have coached over 10,000 hours helping families with LGBTQ children become healthy, thriving families. How are you today? I hope you are doing well. I am doing well. I am busy. There's lots going on in our community. And I love, thank you so much for so many of you reaching out and telling you me how much you have got out this podcast and sharing it with other people. The best gift you could do is share it with other moms and dads who have LGBTQ children, because that is my whole goal is to make families um, thrive in this space. And the more that you share this the more it helps. And so I'm so thankful for all of you listening and being part of this community. And I got to tell you, I love the families and the Lift It It Together community. Um, You know, I coach privately, most of them, Um, you know, you just sign up when you want coaching. And I, when they come on the screen, just my heart is like, I love these people. Um, You know, I really have found that the, you're, if you're a parent of LGBTQ child, that you are um, one of the best people in the world. I have not met a parent that is not an amazing parent in this space or amazing person and just has so much compassion and love. So welcome if you are new to me because I just will love on you because this is um, hard. This is different. This is being a parent of LGBTQ child. Most people did not think that this was how their life was going to go with their child. And in fact, that is what I'm going to talk about today is getting used to different. Um, I don't know if you watched The Chosen, but I think that was when my, the first season, um, you know, when Christ calls Matthew and uh, Peter like says, whoa, we don't want Matthew. Like Matthew is, you know, he's not for you, Christ, right? Because he was the tax collector. He wasn't really liked. He was very different, you know, and the Lord just turned to Peter and said, get used to different. And when he said that, I was like, oh my gosh, that's kind of what the Lord said to me when my son came out. Like, Jenny, you had a vision of what your life was going to be. And the sooner you get used to different, the easier it's going to be for you. And doing things differently is not comfortable for our brains. Like having this vision of this new life, it's hard to switch over. And so I get it. Like I was there Um, so much, like, I really was like, this does not fit in with how I thought life should go for our family. And it felt very uncomfortable. It felt very vulnerable. Um, my brain was trying to not make it different, like trying to get back to where I thought things were going. But what I realized is that different is the gateway to better. And I know you don't see this, but I'm going to tell you why, like today, like learning how to be comfortable with different is really the name of the game for lasting change. And doing things differently leads to something really more exceptional that you have ever imagined, especially with the Lord. Like um, the Lord really, we have always, we, you know, we're your planners. That's, we like to be, have certainty. That's how our brains feel good, but <laughs> we have no idea what the future will bring. And we think we do. And so then we get upset when it, like things are different. And, and this is where you have to really understand what your brain's creating, what emotions it's creating for you. And so, you know, I have a a funny story, like, gosh, it was um, almost 20 years ago, John, actually over 20 years ago, John and I, like, I grew up in Atlanta and we moved back after we both graduated. 
and we built our dream house. And I love this house. It was this beautiful three brick side house, beautiful neighborhood, had white porches on it, had a huge porch in the back. And I had eight siblings who lived like five, 10 minutes from me. I loved our life in Atlanta. Like I was like, this is where we're going to live. This is where our grandchildren are going to come and play in their back porch. Like the vision of the future was perfect. And uh, we just had had our fifth child and John had a great job there. And then our circumstance changed overnight. John's company went through a huge staff reduction and after looking at all the other options, it was clear that the best opportunity was not going to be in Atlanta. And I didn't see how this was possible. Like there was no other way for us to be a functional family than be in Atlanta with all that, my siblings around me, my parents. And, but the best job where the Lord was directing us was clearly in Tampa. And so we had to make a choice and a choice that would bring major changes into our life and changes I was not seeking. I did not want um, I did not think it was the best plan for us. I thought it was the best job, but I was like, Lord, like literally, like how could Atlanta, not anything be better than Atlanta for me and my family? And so we had to, st- did we stay in Atlanta and figure out how to make what we thought should happen and vision, or did we take where the Lord was directing us and pushing us? And did we take that leap of faith and believe that like that circumstance changed was for a reason and follow where the Lord was guiding us. And this is how I felt when my son came out, where I was like, no, like I was trying to keep him in Atlanta. Right. And the Lord was like directing us. He's like, no, he's LGBTQ. Nothing's gone wrong. And it was hard for me to believe that. But once like we really let go of the idea of our vision and really leaned into the Lord's vision and see that the Lord was guiding us and directing us, then it became clear that this was where we need to follow. And it was a little bit easier to follow. And I love the plan we had for our life. You know, like I said, I wasn't seeking change, but the new plan was not our plan, not even close. However, we couldn't deny the answer we got. So we packed up our house, our children and our lives, and we set up residence in Florida. And we've been here for 18 years now. And I'd love to tell you that Once the decision was made, everything was super easy and it was all a dream and I never looked back and and everything was perfect, but I'm a human being and I kicked and screamed. Like we didn't even sell our house in Atlanta for a couple of years because I was like, we're going to come back. I'm still hanging on to that. And so authentically, like I, that period for a couple of years, it took me a while to be okay with the new idea of where our family was going to be. Just like it took me a while for me to be okay with um, my son being LGBTQ. So what I'm going to share with you today is what I learned in this process of having a child who came out and like moving also like from different direction in our life. And it's really taught me some valuable lessons and has given me growth. And what change does, it helps you become a stronger version of yourself. And change really does bring you opportunities for growth in areas that you would not seek for growth. Um, so if you're facing changes in your life, like your child just came out and it's unexpected and not according to what you envisioned, I'm going to give you five tips on how to manage your mind to embrace, really embrace the new change. Okay. Because change feels scary to your mind and you really have to be intentional how you are acting in this new circumstance. So if you have an LGBTQ child that you did not think this was going to happen, you're in a new circumstance. And so these five tips are going to help you handle the change in a more productive way. The first 
tip I'm going to give you is be compassionate. Change is hard. Even change for the better can be hard. It is, and if it was easy, there'd be a few fewer people <laughs> staying in jobs or relationship that are less than ideal, right? Like you see a lot of people staying in marriages because change is too hard for them. And human beings we really naturally resist change so much so that some some of us lived lives as Thoreau studied it in quiet desperation. And this is that was me when my son first came out, where I was like really not embracing the change. So you might be feeling some negative emotion with change. You did. If you did, you're a normal human being. I was feeling grief, sadness, and disappointment. And in order to get out of that negative emotion, you have to process those emotions. Don't judge yourself for being a human being and feeling human emotions. When you feel negative emotion, don't resist it or bury it, fill it, process it all the way through. And once I did, I was then ready to step into my new unknown future, which is funny that my brain had to think that because future is always unknown. But once you drop like the reality, like once you start re resisting reality is what I call it, then you're able to step into the reality. And for the move and for my son came out, it took me a while because I was really resisting reality and processing that um, grief is what it looks like is just letting it be there, like recognizing it and saying it and being okay that you're feeling that. That's why this one's be compassionate. Be okay that you're feeling sadness or grief or disappointment. Don't make it a problem about yourself. Make it, oh, this is the part of being a human being and not resisting it. And when you are okay and accept it and let those feelings come, you will process through it a little bit quicker. The second tool I'm going to give you is really learn to understand how your brain works. Our brains are designed for survival. They're not designed to um, connect, actually. They're designed for survival and be right and to protect you. And because of this, it's looking always for potential threats to our sense of safety and psychologically as much as physically. Such threats include all or any disruptions to the norm. So your brain may be thinking irrational thoughts and change. Um, and remember, your brain thinks close to 60,000 thoughts a day. So you probably will have a little crazy thrown into it. Um, you might have a thought like life is over or I'll never be happy in this city or he'll never have a good life. She'll never have a good life. Um, we, our family will never be the same. But just because you think a thought, it doesn't make it true. It doesn't make it true. Your thoughts are not you. Sure, your plans have changed, but your life is not over. And you have to keep reminding your brain of that. And it's not going to be different. It's In fact, it might be worse. And very possibly could even be better that, than you're even imagining. I know my son being gay and as moving what has even been better than I could even imagine. And most of the time it is. Okay. So tell, understand that your brain is going to go to the negative and going to see why this is a problem. And that's just how your brain does naturally. And you have to really redirect your brain to other thoughts to get it out of it. Number three is focus on the new fun. New horizons can bring opportunities to learn and grow and new ways to celebrate. Bill Marriott, the chairman of Merritt Hotel, shared he finds change fun because without it, you really never have the opportunity to celebrate. And um, my good friend, um, Paul, he said, like, you, you know, whatever's kicking your butt every day, find five things you're grateful for about them. Um, and so once you start focusing like on what you're losing, then you start seeing like new opportunities. And, you know, I was just coaching um, a client where she's like, my son's transitioning and I just, he won't have a happy life. And 
maybe, right? This is where I had the maybe. And like, maybe there's a whole like connection, like he could be truly authentically himself and he's going to have better connection with you and with the family. Like really see the opportunity on focus on the new and how the new could actually be better. And this, like I said, your brain will keep trying to tell you a different story, but really focusing on the gratitude and the new will create more gratitude and more opportunity for you to accept this change and have the energy you want around it. When we keep focusing on what it should be and resisting it and focusing on how it's not going to be fun, that's the energy you're going to make more of. Whatever you focus on, you're going to create more of. And so creating on like the new possibility and the opportunity to celebrate what is the opportunity to celebrate in this, like that is one of the thoughts I love. I ask myself, what can I celebrate about this? And in a trial, sometimes it's hard to find, but I've always found something. So just ask yourself that question. And I guarantee you, like when you stop focusing on what you're losing, you're start seeing all the things you are gaining. Number four is don't give in to fear. We don't like change because we don't want to feel fear. And with change comes thoughts that bring fear. Um, we fear we won't be able to handle it. We worry about coping. Um, you can't let your fear control or paralyze you in interaction. And that's what fear and worry does. It really keeps you frozen usually. In order to combat the fear, you need to have faith or belief. And this is for your good. And these changes will be for the challenges you need. Um, if you have a child who's LGBTQ, you were always supposed to have a child who was LGBTQ. Your heavenly father, heavenly parents has called you to this moment and realizing like, this is not a mistake. This has actually always been the plan. Um, you know, a long time ago, I found the best way to combat fear was to believe that God's plan for me was always better than any plans I could envision. And in fact, I have this belief that God is five steps ahead of me. He is always um, connecting people and moving people and moving things. So he can create the plan that is perfect for me. For me. I got to tell you, this belief has served me well, and I always find evidence that it's true. I always see his handprint in my life because I'm always saying God's plan is better for me than me than myself. And like our move to Florida was not my plan, but now I know it's exactly what we needed to raise our family. And the growth and opportunities that our family had experienced wouldn't have happened the same way if we had stayed in Atlanta. Our marriage changed, um, the people we met here, the people we served, just all the family we became. Like that was really important to be here in Tampa. Even though it wasn't on my plan, it was a better plan for our family and it turned out fine. And the same with my son, him being LGBTQ, like there, it changed how I love. It changed me and made me a better person. Um, I'm so thankful that Heavenly Father called me to be his mom because um, I would not be, it, I get all the benefits of it. That growth and change is what blesses me. And the fifth one is change is one of life's constants. Um, we think we know the future, what the future holds, but we never have any idea. Um, nobody could have predicted 2020, right? Change is going to happen whether you like it or not. Instead of sitting around trying to preserve the status quo, fretting about what may lay ahead, get ahead of the game and pursue change, like be okay to change. What I do is I take a mental self checkup and consider which aspects of my life right now that are not ideal, whether it's like my job, my home life, a relationship, social life, finances, health, whatever, what changes could I make to move that in a better direction? So I actually try now to seek change and resisting change creates unnecessary pain and trying to avoid change when it's needed, creates results in life that, that does not bring happiness. So when you avoid it, 
change. You're always going to be stuck. Um, to quote Helen Keller, I love this quote. She is, life is either a daring adventure or nothing. So embracing change as an adventure, you're going to gain skills and experiences that will actually increase your capacity to enjoy your life when circumstances change quickly. So you're kind of building your muscle, your change muscle. Um, like take our story, for example, you know, I thought selling our dream home and moving to Florida was the worst thing that could happen to us. But I learned that was completely part of life's adventure because we took a chance on a big change 18 years ago, five houses later, I really have gained skills and experiences that have made me the person I left today, a stronger person. And if I go back and make the decision again, I probably wouldn't change a thing. And I was right. God's plan are always more amazing than my own plans. And so I want you to know that you can handle far more than you think. I am so amazed to see the transformation of my clients. Um, you know, usually I get you at some point when your child has come out and I see the wisdom that they're tapping out and how they're tapping into where they, the change in them and the evolving and how really they come to a space where um, they know that this was the perfect journey, that their child, this is not a mistake that this child was sent to them. And they're no longer um, afraid of embracing that change and circumstances that they can't control are living small in it. They really, when you embrace it, you live larger in it and you are not afraid or feel failure of disappointment and you invest yourself. So literally you learn how to make changes that will change your life and make that adventure that you, what you want. And so to go back and just recap it, be compassionate to yourself understand how your brain works, focus on the new fun. What's amazing about this new thing. Don't give into the fear and just remember change is one of life's constants. Change is not going to go away. If anything that I've learned, change is always part of life. And it's our ability to show up in the change and get getting used to different. Like Christ said to Peter, get used to different. When you start getting used to different, then change doesn't feel so heavy. And you then you have more capability and energy and your wisdom. When you drop fighting with reality, then you have the ability to show up as who you want and to enjoy the change and to enjoy life and enjoy your child exactly how they are and stop wanting them to be a different version of themselves. All right. I love you. Have a great day. Where have you found the support that your family needs? I would be honored to be that support. I have created a virtual coaching program specifically for Christian LGBTQ families. Come check out the coaching community, Lifted Together with Jenny Hunter. In our community, you will find a safe space to process all the emotions and all the things that you need to find the support that you will need to help your child thrive. You will find it in private coaching, group coaching, and I have created hours of content just for you. When you are ready to thrive as a family, please come check out liftedtogether.com slash membership.